In five minutes, we want to look at The Age of Excess, a slideshow that you have on your Georgia View site. I want to just go over the main points that you need to focus on in this PowerPoint. You start with slide two, and you see that there are learning outcomes that you need to focus on. You need to see the connections between the Gilded Age and the present, and you need to think about how primary sources can help you understand the period. The next slide, slide three, talks about the various problems of the age, from overproduction of goods and labor to racism and uh, the, the establishment of organizations for conflict to deal with these problems. And I also mentioned deflation and government unresponsiveness. This makes the Gilded Age look very much like our own time. It used to be that the Gilded Age was regarded as an aberration, which means as an exception to the general trends of American history, which was in a progressive direction towards greater equality of all people. And a focus on the individual was part of the American story. But that the Gilded Age uh, reversed those priorities. The Gilded Age emphasized corporations and emphasized the rich and the division between rich and poor became wider during the Gilded Age so that by the end of the 19th century, by 1900 in fact, uh, the richest 1% of Americans owned 99% of the property of the country. And so it was regarded as an exception to the rule that Americans move in the direction of equality. But today, in the 21st century, it looks like the Gilded Age is coming back. And that maybe, maybe, the Gilded Age was a truer portrait of America than the ideal that we are all truly treated equally in this society. So you might want to look at it from that perspective. Um, and I do have a slide, slide four, that focuses on just this, uh, this aspect, that how does the Gilded Age relate to our time? Well, in one sense, it was very different because deflation, deflation, that is, falling prices, was the rule at that time, which is a terrible problem if you think about it, because people were al always receiving less money in their paychecks, and yet if they borrowed money, they had to pay back an existing debt at the same amount as before. And, but government paralysis and unresponsiveness sounds very familiar to us today. So in slide five, I talk about the problem in detail. Um, and there was this attitude that although diversity was uh, happening in America, America was diversifying just as it is today. Americans were hungering for homogeneity. They didn't like the diversity that was happening all around us. And of course, we see in the election of Trump a kind of example of how Americans are also reluctant to see America change. So again, that does seem to be uh, something similar to what we see in the Gilded Age. And I also try to reduce in slide six the problem to three problems. Uh, deflation, ra rising racism, and a society insensitive to suffering, largely because of the Civil War, and a society that was immobilized, that is, a society that could not 
get on its feet and attack these problems constructively because of ideas like Jeffersonianism, Hamiltonianism, and social Darwinism. So you need to understand what those ideas mean, and uh, I talk about it in the lecture. And then I give you examples of organizations for conflict, like this is on slide seven, trusts, the corporations that form monopolies, the grangers, the organized farmers who tried to lower prices through uh, railroad, or actually raise farm prices through railroad rate regulation. Uh, and then we'd look at the treatment of the Indians and the organizations for conflict against the immigrants. So with this in mind, uh, this gives you some basis upon which to understand the Gilded Age. <laughs>